Hey, this is Evan, uh, the game master for the actual play podcast, the Miami Dice podcast, uh, the one you're listening to right now, or about to listen to. Uh, and I just wanted to stay on behalf of all of us here with the recording, myself and the uh, amazing players you're about to meet. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for, for finding this podcast, for taking the time to listen to us uh, uh, sit around a table and and be idiots for uh, for an hour or I think a little longer. And I just want to say if you if you like what you hear, if you if you had fun listening to us or if you have fun listening to us uh, play this game, please please like, follow, subscribe, comment, rate, uh, recommend to your friends. Uh, bring up in your next therapy session, whatever you can do to to uh, help boost our our viewership, because we're you know we're trying to work really hard on on putting out some entertaining and fun content for for anyone who wants to listen, and you know that goes a, a lot further if people know about us. Uh, I think right now it's it's probably just us and and ten or so of our friends, and you know if you listen to these first few episodes, we had a a bit of a I guess you could say some technical difficulties in the first uh, couple of recordings as we as we kind of got a feel for everything so if these these first uh this first episode is a bit on the on the chaotic side for you a bit on the uh, it's not up to your quality standards then uh please don't don't give up on us just yet just go ahead and, and skip to episode four we uh we do a bit of a recap at the start to to help uh you catch up on anything you might have missed and we we really kind of work out the kinks as we go. So anyway, with that said, uh, I hope you enjoy the show. Do re Yes. I hit those, hit those quick, baby. I forgot <laughs> it. I forgot it. Uh, so hello, this is the Miami Dice Podcast, the all-new, greatest actual play Pathfinder 2nd Edition podcast. Let's get it, let's get it. Yeah, it's, it's more than just, you know, mm-hmm. your your typical, normal, I don't know, what the, I, I don't want to say other, fuck the other podcast. We're the best podcast. The other ones are stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> There you guys aren't stupid. We love you guys. Yeah. Um, I'm Evan. I'm going to be the dungeon master or game master, depending on your preferred term, nomenclature, mm. uh, for the person running the adventure. Um, should I, should should we give last names? What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, yeah. if you want, yeah. Nah. I, you know, if when you guys get to know me better, <laughs> I'll let I'll let hey, you stop me on social media. Yeah, yeah, we don't um, even know your last name. Yeah, we really don't. I need dinner first, thank you. Um, and we're going to be running through the uh, Pathfinder Adventure Path Iron Fang Invasion that was converted into uh, a second edition. So hopefully the conversion is... Converted by Evan, by the way. So yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. So hopefully I didn't do uh, uh, make a mess of the whole thing. Um, a little bit about myself. I'm a, a you know filmmaker, writer, slash... You know, person who works a day job because that's that's the life for creative people apparently, um, and a huge nerd. So that's that's kind of I guess all you need to know about me. Kieran, 
who is to my left, right. Oh, just kidding. Right. Ooh, ooh, we got to go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> took, a, took a pause there. Well, I, well, I did that thing where you, you know, you hold up your hands. You're like, does the finger. And <laughs> Literally, I was like, wait a minute. Um, so I'm Kiran. I am also from Miami. I'm also a writer and I am playing Kaisel. He's a half elf ranger from the Akuje tribe in the Mwangi Expanse. He is on a a continent expanding hunt and he finds himself in Famedar now trying to find the uh, tracks of what he's hunting. And uh, yeah, he's currently spending his time there with two half elf hunters selling his wares, just trying to, you know, buy time, waiting for his next move. He is a dark-skinned elf. He has dreadlocks that go down to, like, the small of his back. Think of Tarzan, but black, I guess. Like, he's tall, skinny, like, wiry muscles, that sort of thing. So, yeah, he's really cool. All right. Uh, Louis? All right, my name's uh, Louis. I'm playing character Ruach Hallowfeld. He is uh, a human Nidalese, Nidalese in ethnicity, and but um, born from his uh, in Nermathi, I guess, uh, like nationality. Nermathi, Nermathas, Nermathas. What? Well, it's like the Nermathos. someone from Nermathas is is a Nermathi. Yeah. Um, he was although he was born in Absalom, so he gets the nationality from his uh, dad. He's nineteen years old. He him. Um, see, he is a regular human with like sh- uh, kind of from his Nidalese background. He has like. Pale skin, sharp features on his face, uh, but he's very young. Uh, he carry he's always carrying his holy text and a giant paintbrush that he wields as a staff. Uh, he uh, is in. Like, he has a paintbrush as a staff. Mm-hmm. It's it's super cool. I like that. Um, he has leggies. The arts. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, is the arts. Kill you with my paintbrush. <laughs> he is well. He's a scribe, so it's not really art. He like copies down holy texts, and that's what he's. That's his job at the temple. Um, the story goes that his father was being sent out as like the master of like, he's mastered enough ranks at the temple. He's being sent out. But since Ruach always grew up in the temple, he was like, why don't you send my son instead? You know, so he can get actual world experience. So that's why he's kind of out there in the world. So this cool. is the first time in the Yeah, he, he's grown up at the he's temple like from birth. He's an Amish person. Like, yeah, oh. basically, yeah, that is the exact wow. vibe. Oh, dude. <laughs> how did, how does he have a lot of fun. How, 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 how are his second girls? Well, it's Amish. How, how are his cinnamon rolls? How's his furniture? Period. You know, Amish right? people are known for the cinnamon rolls, dude. I did not know that. Now you, you've never, you know you've never been to um, is it Nosbury? Nosbury Farm. Nosbury Amish people? Yes. Yeah, bro. Wait, see, we're the all already old. Now, I, now you know I've never been there. Now the buns buns? Yeah, they're gonna open soon, dude. Have you guys I'm ever? I'm so had, excited, dude. Have you guys ever had uh, uh, salty donut? Has the the Nosbury Farm donuts? That's actually what I was about to ask. They have this. It's a donut with an entire Nosbury Farm cinnamon roll. Yes, you get diabetes, bro. You have you have one, and you're done for the rest of the day. Listen, that is intimidating. Well, is it worth it? Yes. (laughs) Will I die? Probably. Probably. Hopefully, that's the thing. I've always heard the hype about Nosbury Farms, and I'm like, I've been I've been burned by like the oh, you need to try this, and then I try, and it's like. It changed Just my life. Okay. I've been okay. burned by the Amish do you before. Like sweet, do you <laughs> not like this time. <laughs> Never again. Do you like like sweet buns? Not necessarily. Not, like, I'm not then a you huge might fan. Not like it. Exactly. So everybody likes Amish. So, but like, I'm, I'm trying to say not... like the hype is there for people that like like sweet buns. You right, know, like right, right, cinnamon right, right. and like for sticky real. stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you don't like that, then that's not for you. I'll die for Amish farm. If that helps you to try it, then not have the expectation of they're going to be great because they're like not something that you normally go for, then there you go. If it makes you feel any better, I've never actually gone to like Nosbury Farm and gotten one of their cinnamon rolls. I've only had one through a salty donut donut. 
Wow. It's the best thing ever. Wow. No, you have oh, them no, and you're I've like physically gone and waited in the line. Yeah. No, but it's like it's like a, it's for me it's an experience. Like I go there, like you know, when you eat something, you're like, oh my gosh, and every bite is like, like you literally like like you hear like like white noise in your ears when you're eating. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So two opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to reviews. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, I love it. I love it. I love I'm it just too. saying you may not love it as much because mm. it's not your go-to thing. <laughs> I would die for an Osbury Farm. Okay, so Jonan, you're playing oh, okay. uh, Osbury Farm. I'm playing, so yeah, <laughs> literally. No. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, were you done, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, see, so sure. No, so what's up, guys? So I'm Jonan. Um, I am a news producer by day. Um, I'm a, by night, (laughs) really, I work in the nights, but I work in the news. Um, you know, I do social media. I work a lot in the media. Um, basically anything with social, anything media related, I kind of do, whether it's social media, whether it's, uh, you know, production, writing, stuff like that. Um, I will, I will be playing Draco. He's a lizard folk, but actually I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. They refer to themselves as Eruxi. So he basically has been a part of the village since he was a kid. He's an artisan. Um, his father was a blacksmith, and uh, he has a brother as well and a mother. And he grew up in a in a little 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 uh, kind of I guess you could say a little area of the village, a little bit away from everything. But his father was like a gruff blacksmith for many 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 years, and he wanted uh, Draco to follow in his footsteps. But Draco was very adamant to say, "Hey, listen, I'm not going to be the version of man you want me to be. I will still be a man, but I'm not going to be that man." And but his brother is like. His father suffered an accident a few years ago, so he's incapacitated. So his brother said, hey, dad, I'm going to carry on your legacy. And um, Draco's always kind of felt like he's a little bit of an outcast. He is a lizard, folks, so he's scaly and a lizard. Um, <laughs> what color is he? He is, I want to say that he's a mixture of blue. He's a mixture of blue and purple. So he's kind of a weird mix. Okay. So even his skin he's like, is... He's like blurple. 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 Right. He's about... He's about. He's, he's like not an like Amazonian. An he's like an Amazonian like, lizard. Like he's, like, he's like Barney, the dinosaur. 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, we're sponsored by Sesame Street. No, I'm kidding. Um, so he basically... Uh, he's not the tallest. Like his, his father is a big... I need therapy, man. His father is a... <laughs> his father is a tall dude. Uh, he's a bigger, bigger dude. My br- uh, his brother, my brother, his brother is kind of like stocky, same build, but but Draco is like a little so bit. So my shorter. dad hates. I mean, his dad hates <laughs> <too. laughs> Literally, like that. Sorry, sorry. So Draco is about is, is like maybe like five foot eight, uh, medium build, but he's still very. He's lean. He's he's a strong dude, but uh, he's yeah, very he's adamant that he is an artisan, and he is gonna. He, he there's a few secrets you'll learn about him along the way that he starts figuring things out and struggles with the you know his his own masculinity and manhood and Ooh. through through his through his uh internal conflict yeah 100 he's very yeah and uh but he realizes through the conflicts you know through the turmoil he's been through it makes him objectively a better a lizard a bit better rooksy and a better person bold and, of you to assume he survives yeah that's <laughs> to find out if what he happens survives. if he survives <laughs> but uh but but he basically is uh his his he's loyal to his friends so when he encounters the group he and them and it's a, it's a vital part of the story. But anyways, that's me. Awesome. And last, but but not least, Melanie. Hi. Hi, I'm Melanie. Um, wow. I'm a musician, but also have a day job um, because you can't make money off music, especially when Spotify is paying you a percentage of a cent. Isn't um, it like the saddest thing when you're trying to do anything creative and you have to be like, so this is what I tell you I am. This is what this I am. Is, this is what pays my bills. <laughs> I'm a musician, but I have to work for customer service um, because I need money. Can you I have to pay rent. Oh boy. No. <laughs> do you have a customer service? I do voice? have a customer oh, service voice, 100. percent Can we hear it for a second? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hi, my name is Melanie. You're wow. calling. Um, That's not Melanie. Insert job name here. Oh, I was like, don't um, say it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
That sounds like a voice. How can I help you? Woo. Wow. You know, wow. Versus versus you're like, yeah, you're like, what's it, up? If you ever hear Melanie talk to you in that voice, you know that she hates you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh my god, sure. I don't even want to talk about this customer I dealt with the other day. He hung like, up on me anyway. Um, <laughs> so anyway, my character. Yeah. Um, her name is Kin. She, her pronouns. Um, she is. Four foot five elf. Um, mm. She has black I don't know hair. How that works. It does. Okay. Have you, have you ever seen those commercials uh, for Keebler elves with the cookies? And <laughs> yeah. The- oh, you're a Keebler. Now, okay, yeah, now a Keebler it all makes sense. Yeah. Now it um, all makes sense. Got it. She has black hair um, and very like like amberish eyes. Um, she grew up in Fandar. She she lives in in the the forest. The Fangwood Forest, um, in her community. You're famed our local. Yeah, mm-hmm. local. She um, local. She has a um, grandparents that actually live in the town, so she visits town a lot. Um, but she lives primarily in the forest. What's your race again? Um, elf. Oh. Elf. Right. Yeah, she lives primarily in the forest. Um, yeah, she she's just a frequent visitor of the town. Um, she actually went away for a couple years. Uh, to an academy that she got expelled from um, mm. because she let out some Excellent. badgers and a couple Excellent. people got injured and we, we've all been there. Yeah. Headmaster, <laughs> who headmaster was like, <laughs> "Nah, fam, come on, guys. Come, be real. gotta go, be real. gotta go." 100%. Who so she has been in Fandar, like back in Fandar, for um, a couple weeks, um, but she hasn't actually gone back to the, the forest yet. So she's just living in the town for now. She like embarrassed to like go back to her family. She's just like. Guys, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't think I said what I was doing in Fandar. Yeah, what are you doing? And we didn't uh, say our classes either, I don't think. Uh, oh, that, do you guys want more? I think you did, Kira. I did, I did. But. Uh, do, we, do, we, do we want to? Yeah. yeah. I, do I think we, we spoil it because I don't want, like, sure. in, in story to say, fair, like, fair. I'm a cleric. Mm. <laughs> um, True. Oh, that's what you I'm kidding. Yeah. All right. So I am I am rogue, and here are my stats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Um. So, yeah, the things I didn't mention, uh, he, him, uh, cleric, level one. And what he's doing to Fendar is that he, again, he's like kind of taking over his dad's mission to go out and seek knowledge, but he doesn't really know where to start because he's never been outside the temple. So all he's got was like a clue from his dad saying Fendar and like a bunch of stories from his dad. So his dad is a local there. He's just never been himself. He's never been outside the temple. By the way, we, we, we can metagame this so we as players know, but the characters we play don't know. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? So we can like... As long as you're good, good about it. Yeah. 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 Um, so I guess he's um, been like hanging out with the... The priest there, the one that created like the the shrine, yeah, and his apprentice or whoever I forgot what like good old what's his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's his name? So I love him. Um, fa- father, what's his name? Fa- father, what's, what's his name? And his uh, apprentice. Uh, so I guess he's just been there, like what's yeah. brain. Oh, there's the there's the alchemist in town that also at Rook is like trying to get like trying to convince him to like let him scribe his works. Mm, we'll cool. see how that goes. Very good. Interesting. Oh, um, uh, oh I mentioned. Yeah, I'm, my guy is a rogue. Uh, Draco's a rogue. Ooh. I didn't mention this about him. He's he they actually. He they. Yes, he's he they. Very very like he he's a mind if you like you know he's a he but like he is very much like exploring who he is as a person. Um, he is um he is damn bro. Am I going through a moment? I <laughs> like a breakthrough. Right no, he he uh, he has. Uh, by the way, he has green eyes. So it, his his appearance is very different. So people around town. They'll see him and they'll kind of say, I, I like, like, you know, he'll be walking around doing stuff, but they'll like, they'll, like, he's a little bit 
timid at first, but he's he's friendly if you approach him. Yeah, he's so, a he's a frilled lizard folk. He has the the frill. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. And like like nice. He's very much like like I'm okay. thinking of the lizard from Jurassic Park. Is that and 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 I correct. feel like that's a correct assumption. He's he's like I guess. I'm sorry to ask this. So, do we not know each other? We don't know each other. We don't. We know don't. Because I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Mike, my, Draco has seen all of you guys around town. But yeah, you all would have passing. seen each other about town. Yeah, yeah we, we we have a, con- yeah. like, a, a like connection. Fandor is a very small town. It's um, five hundred. Four hundred on on a good day. Wow. So you know when everyone who lives there is in town, four hundred people. So you can't be in town without at least seeing each other. If mm. you work in town, you might you might exchange pleasantries. Mm. You know, you might not be friends but you you'd be like oh that lizard folk yeah one of the only lizard folk in town yeah, yeah. you probably i know it's <laughs> probably not a lot no, no, and, 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 and stick out like a sword though yeah and draco um i forgot to tell you guys he's also an artisan so oh, no, you said that. i did that so yeah. so he likes to tinker and make things and sometimes he goes into the market and walks around and says look what i made and people are like this is horrible so <laughs> he's seen a lot of you guys he's seen you in passing a lot like he's like you guys have run into each other you know like when you see someone at the what uh, uh uh what's your character's name i'm sorry rock He's seen Ruach. Um, he's and and in terms of like, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting your character name. Kaisel. He's seen Kaisel in very distant passing, but mm-hmm. like you guys kind of all make eye contact. Because Kaisel definitely sells like the, the the meat of the things he hunts like, yeah. in the market. So you definitely he, have seen. He him. sees you. You guys kind of make eye contact, but it's not. It's nothing like oh, you know, because I look kind of weird. Everyone's like, I kind of know. This you dude. are a lizard. Yeah, you are. I'm just like, lizard. hey guys, and everyone's like, what's up, dude. <laughs> So, yeah. Not and to say that's the craziest thing anyone's seen yeah, in Dandar, yeah. but yeah, you probably, but there's it, not, probably it, not a lot of you. It's definitely up there in the craziest things. This is sure. a small, isolated town. Uh-huh. So I guess finally, um, Kin is a witch. Um, while she was at the academy, um, she had a dream, um, a very vivid dream about like, just like seeing this like snake image and like this, this like wall thing. And when she woke up, she just felt like super energized mm-hmm. um, and she, she just felt different. She knew that something was different. And um, that's when she met Nori um, at her academy, which is her bat uh, familiar. So she's got a bat familiar. She has a bat familiar. Um, and it took her like a, a little bit to figure it out. But um, Nori kind of like communicated that to her. And she was like, cool. Oh, go this way? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dory. <Yeah, story. laughs> um, and uh, have you never spoken to a bat before in your life? I mean, I can't say I have. Oh, they're, they're so awesome. cute. <laughs> oh my god, I have a good bat story. Oh, She's a fruit bat. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Fander. Let's do All it. Right. Wait, are you um, on roll twenty? I'm gonna do it. So, so we're using roll twenty because yeah, the first part of this adventure has way too many maps and it's way too like sandboxy. You guys make the choices for me to have prepped, drawn out maps for everything. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is hero points. So hero points is a big part of Pathfinder Second Edition, but it's really designed around with like certain time frames in mind. One of the things with it is, at the start of every session, you get a hero point, and then you're supposed to get hero points throughout play. We're not going to start every session with you get a hero point because since we're recording this and our sessions are shorter than a, a you know a typical session would be, the shorter than the sessions they probably wrote this being. There are going to be situations, for example, where, um, say, the session ends with Draco uh, uh, falling unconscious and reaching the dying condition, and you have no hero points. In practice, that would be a situation where, you know, you, you have to then roll some flat checks to see if you survive or go further down the dying condition. But, because one of the uses of hero points is you spend all your hero points to just be up from dying if we end an episode with 
and Draco goes down. And then we start the next episode, Jonan has a hero point that he spends the heal immediately. That just, you know, there's no... I got you. That makes yeah. sense. There's no drama. There's no... Yeah. So typically, uh, an adventure like that, you know, with those hero points would be a three-hour session. We're recording these, uh, aiming for about an hour, hour, 20 minutes. And so, hero points, you're all, you will start this with a hero point. Absolutely. But we got to earn them. And then I will I will distribute hero points throughout. Um, I won't be... I'll, I'll try not to be too stingy about it. Okay. But definitely, if you guys feel like I haven't given a hero point in a while, <laughs> remind me. Okay. And you get hero points by doing heroic shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're not just like, I just jumped, you know, a fucking, across a pond. You're like, hero point. You're like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if it's a really big pond, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. We get attacked. Um, I just want to give that before, cool. before we start us off. And we open up on the small town of Feindar in the nation of Nermathos. This small town, it's got a population of about only 400 people, is nestled along the bank of the Meredith River, just a stone's throw from the southern Fangwood Forest. Uh, Feindar, it's a, it's a small trading town, originally created to serve as a minor stopping point along the Chalexian trade route about 300 years ago. Uh, at that point, Nermathos was a territory of Cheliacs, but... Uh, They've been going through, they've gone through some shit, like three different revolutions since then. But even in Feindar, very little has changed. It's still a small town. It still serves as the travel point along trade routes. It's the Feindar Bridge is the only crossing point of the Meredith River for 50 miles in either direction of Feindar. So when people are in that area, they pass through. It's a very big trading spot. Um, and today, is the Feindar Markets Festival. Feindar's Market Festival. And that's a that's this major event for the town uh, where farmers, woodworkers, traders, and herders from across the Nesbian Plains, from the Fangu Forest, even as far as Tamran, which is the capital of Nermathos, they come to trade supplies and exchange goods. Um, happens every three months or so. This festival, it's a two-day affair, and currently the celebration is booming. There's Families wandering the streets of Feindar, stopping at shops and stalls along the way. You hear the laughter of children running around with, with candies and treats, fills the air, mixing in with the music of the local minstrels, playing for coins along the road. And mixed in with the shops and traders are games. You see axe throwing, ring toss, fun feats of strength. And in this crowd, you see an elf kind of mixed in with long black hair and sharp amber eyes. Uh, this is Melanie's character, Kin. Well, why don't you go and tell us what she's doing? Um, right now, she kind of has, like, you know, put up, because she knows that a lot of people are going to be there. Um, she doesn't want to be seen by certain people, at least not yet. Um, so she's kind of going around. Uh, one of her favorite things is, is the Market Festival. Um, she grew up in the area, so she's very well aware of it happening every year. Um, she's very familiar with the whole event. Um, she grew up pulling pranks on people, um, travelers and things like that who didn't know who she was and didn't really expect to have a prank pull on them. Um, so she's kind of, you know, chilling out, you know, enjoying her time. Um, it's very familiar to her. It's been a couple of years since she's actually attended a market festival. So she's um, seeing who the, who the new vendors are, um, whether a specific vendor is there or not. Um, and she's kind of keeping her distance from them and just vibing having a good time you know trading um purchasing different things from different merchants 
Okay. And, and we move further through the crowd and we stop on a young robed man with, with pale skin and dark black hair. And, uh, Louis, tell, tell us about what, what Roke, Roke? Ruach. Ruach is doing at this festival. Uh, I think Ruach is right now taking, like, almost like he's studying what's going on. He's kind of like an anthropologist. He's, like, looking, writing down what he sees and describing. Like, his whole deal is, like, trying to get as much information back to the Aurorium on Absalom Station. Absalom Station. Whoops. We, 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 we played a bit of Starfinder. I was like, that doesn't sound like... Back on Absalom, the Aurorium is the uh, Aurori Temple. Uh, and he's just trying to, like, write down what he sees. He's, like, he has a very fancy, like, writing set, and he's, like, writing in a blank book um, and scribing what he sees. Uh, I think that he's, like, hanging out mostly with uh, the other, like, cleric, uh, clerical leaders in town. Uh, or he's, like, trying to stay close, but he's, like, wandering around seeing what's uh, what's there. Gang, gang. Swag. Yeah, out, out, in, out in space. <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm not mad at you. I'm so into this right now. Like, I'm like, I see it. Like, I'm visually seeing everything. TBT to Starfinder. Jonan, you, you weren't here when we were doing this, but uh, uh, we, we at, you know, at one point in the past, we were playing a, a Starfinder adventure. Mm-hmm. I know and Starfinder. In Starfinder, uh, Absalom Station mm-hmm. is, like, the hub there. So, and so Absalom is, is, is it canon that Rook has like weird dreams of like space and mushroom? Man? If you want to, <laughs> if you want to have a canon, <laughs> that's a little inside joke there. Um, have a canon. It's your character. Yeah. He's like his book is his, his book is just filled with scribbles. One day there's going to be. I'll never Guys, believe this. Why don't we bring back your old characters? Your old have you, Hey, they might make a cameo. Who knows? Have you ever heard of drift travel? And they're like. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing way too much, brother. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. All right. Um, I don't understand these dreams. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, we move further on, away from Ruok, and we see a, a half-elf that's dressed lightly in furs, kind of standing out in the crowd um, compared to their typical outfits with dark skin, long dreadlocks, swag. and a small leopard hopping around his feet. So swag. Which, pause for a moment. You never introduced your leopard. Oh. When you introduced yourself. And I forgot yourself. about my bat. You know, Nora's, right. Nora's on my shoulder. You told us about Nora. We talked about Nora's oh, on Kim. He, ne- he never mentioned that he has a, a so leopard. So I have, I have a young leopard named that's so cool. Kali. That's so fucking cool. Not necessarily a cub. Just kind of a little bit out of suckling age. Just kind of looks like... Everyone's seen like a young a cat. A baby. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of as curious as I am to see what's going on. Like this, this I haven't seen a market like this before. I mean, Kaisel is from the Mwangi Expanse, so, um, you know, markets look very, very different compared to in Feindar, so. He's been, he's been in town only for a few months, so he's just really just kind of soaking it in. He has not seen the town ever, like, buzz like this before. All these people around, all these things being sold. He's been in the market a few times, but never like this. Was, so. this, was this pre-Rona? That he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, cool question. Kali. Kali or Kali? Kali. Kali. What kind of a leopard? He is a the gold with spot with brown spots. Okay. It's like the typical typical leopard. typical leopard. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of big cats. Mm. Oh, me too. So I'm like I'm like is it a more leopard a clouded leopard? <laughs> no, I I I was thinking it would be more more of a like a golden colored leopard with the brown spots. Okay. I was thinking about going the black panther route, but then I was like, dude, black panthers are awesome. I kind of like the gold world. leopard. I kind of want to just chill. With I can't leopard. wait to see how Nori and yeah, the leopard, leopard will interact. Uh-huh. 
R.I.P. Nori. R.I.P. Nori. I saw this video. I saw this video. All I'm saying is, as I'm saying, my leopards got two attacks. Literally yesterday, I was watching this video of a cat in like a mall hunting a bat, and it leaped like 15 feet in the air to grab them. No. How the hell did you watch a video that connects to the two stories? Wait, wait, wait. I love Evan, by the way, guys. Well, and finally, and probably the oddest scene in the town square, we see this. Somewhat large figure with scaled skin, a distinguished frill around his neck. He's got claws, fangs, a powerful-looking tail. You know, a little bit of a frightening sight to your average, you know, visitor. And a Ruxy, otherwise known as a lizard folk. Jonan, why don't you tell us what Draco is up to? So, Draco uh, spent... He, he knew this event was going on. And he spent most of the night, the night before, um, tinkering, creating new little trinkets, new little inventions, little mechanisms. And, you know, he comes from a, a family of blacksmiths and creators. So he found that he is, he is, he, he does have an innate talent for blacksmithing, but he, he realized he doesn't want to follow his father's footsteps. So he uses his skill, his gifts with his hands to create little trinkets. He likes to sell them occasionally around town. Um, he is, however, uh, Hooded, like he has like a like a bit of a hood on because he doesn't want his dad to see what he's doing because his dad's gonna give him shit for it. What what kind of lizard? Do you have, like, I'm you kind of like I would say like I kind of I'm like lean muscular, mm -hmm. you know. You I got have, like the iguana spire. No no no, I have a circular like a little bit. Oh right right. The, like, Sorry. A frill, yeah. a frill lizard. The frill. And when I you know sometimes when I get excited it goes up or down or when I'm in combat it'll go up. Gotcha. But um but. Yeah, I, I do have like little around my back though. I have the what is it? So ridges. Ridges around my back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it starts like mid back and goes down. Spines. Yeah, so um, I'm kind of like, shake, like you know, I'm a little timid, but I'm friendly. So people are like, I'm like, hey, look at this. And kind of people are walking past me, but I'm looking around and I kind of see you guys, and you guys are kind of you know, I, I'm, I'm specifically looking at I forget his name. I'm sorry, something. Ruach. I'm bad with names. Ruach. And I'm kind of like, what's up with him? Like, what is this man doing? But I have my trinkets, and I'm kind of just like kind of. I wouldn't say that it looks like I'm selling them. It's kind of like spread out on a little, little blanket or kind of thing. Yeah. But but people are kind of like they're so I guess off put by how I look. They're kind of just like oh, I don't know about this guy. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I forgot to mention Kaisel is in the market because he is selling meats that he's hunted. That's why he's there. Okay. You know? So yeah. And so as the sun begins to set on the festival, a hush falls over the crowd as as three people make their way onto the stage in the center of the town square, leading the group. Is Father Nolan, man that that Lewis forgot the name of earlier. <laughs> nice. He's an elderly man wearing green robes <clears throat> with a symbol of Erastil hanging around his neck. He's known to the town folk as kind of like the spiritual leader of Feindar, and he's kind of the closest thing they would have to consider a town leader. Um, to the fact that the Nermothi people are very opposed to centralized government. Okay. Like. Supros, they do not have mayors, governors, kings, queens, presidents. They don't have that. They just be doing shit. There's full libertarian. <laughs> yeah, but Father Nolan is probably you know he's he's the elder. He's the he's the cleric at the church. So you know when people need just have disputes or anything, they kind of you know defer to him. He's like the mediator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. To his left is a young blonde woman that all of you recognize as Rhina, Nolan's assistant. And to his right is a dark-skinned woman that everyone, even those coming from far and wide, the people all the way from Tamron recognize, um, they know is Auburn, also known as Auburn the Green. Auburn uh, the Green. All humans? All humans. Mm -hmm. And she carries her weight on a, on a staff, kind of limping slightly due to the fact that, you know, she has a, a 
a wood peg as oh, a leg. Okay. Is she is she pretty? And as a random thought, yeah. uh, if you if you look over to roll twenty, I can pull a picture of her real quick. I'm just saying, I just reference if she's like younger or older. Not an ages podcast. Yeah, she's she's probably in uh, about you know in her thirties. Okay. You know? oh, wait, uh... Pause for a second while I figure out how to. There we go. Mm. I was dragging the map instead of where the players are. Oh, um, which Ken is familiar with, um, but, Auburn, because before she left to the academy, so is, she like vibed and listened to her stories. Yeah. Oh, so if you if you double cool. click her square, you can it'll zoom in. Cool. Oh, oh I, I did shift C and that should have pulled up a picture of her. Oh, she's got kind of the same necklace she as me. She got the same necklace. Uh, right how old right are now. the other? Two people. Um, Rhina is probably in her, you know, mid twenties, and Father Nolan is seventies. Yeah, 60s, 70s. He's he's old. Uh, um, she's got a she's got a mug around her neck. Is that the Caden Kellyan? Yeah. So she is. Uh, Auburn is a cleric of Caden Kellyan, who is the god of turning the fuck up. The accidental god. Yeah. So for those who are unfamiliar, Caden <laughs> Kellyan he was, is. was he was a human. Who there are I think three of the the gods of Galarian who started as humans and became gods through this. Uh, 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 oh no, there's four. Aurori is one of them, right? Aurori is one of the is the only one of them who didn't achieve it through the Starstone the test. Stone, right? He just became perfect. There's Yomadai. There's Caden uh, Kalian. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Norgober. Nor Norgorber, yeah. Norgorber, who one. is an evil god, he's like the god of assassins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no secrets. one knows how he did it. Yeah. Iomade was a cleric of Aridin, who was the god of humans, and when he died, she kind of became she took his place. Mm-hmm. And then Caden Kalian got really drunk one one night well, at a bar. And somebody dared him to do it. He's like, all right, fuck he, it, yeah, I'll he, do it. He made a bed. He went to the Starstone on Absalom um, Island. Which the Starstone test is like this test where if you pass, you become a god. You, you have to fail, go into you... the Starstone Temple, go underground. Nobody knows what the trial is, and so nobody but knows how he faded he during this entire event. Faded the entire <laughs> yeah. time. He has, he has no he, he has no idea how he did it. He just was really drunk. One of the only three people to ever have not died from the test. Ah, uh, yeah. Be- because even if you make it all the way down, you could touch the Starstone and then be shredded. Yeah. If it's, you're not worthy. Uh, the, so he did the whole thing, touched <laughs> it, and I was like, you're good, bro. And then they made him a god. Hi, guys. I'm so gonna... she, she is a cleric of him. Incredible. Anyway, BRB. Incredible. Yeah. So for the for those who, who, who can't see this picture. It's my hero. Um, Auburn is wearing this she this uh, green cloak, um, a chain around her neck with a beer mug at the base of it, and she holds a, a staff, and she's got a bow and a sword slung around her shoulder, and <clears throat> one of her legs is a peg leg. She lost her leg at some point. Um, and she kind of, you know, limps on stage with them. Um, she's kind of a celebrity in the town. Uh, she she was a former uh, Trinisardo ranger and kind of trained whatever sort of combat that native Fendari have. She's probably the one who trained them. Uh, so she's kind of seen as, like, the most important figure in the town after Nolan and something of a protector. For the villagers, she looks like she has clout for sure. She looks yeah. like she's a little, little clouded. She's dripped, dude. She is dripped, huh? Okay, so Father Nolan, up on stage, flanked on either side, holds up a hand <clears throat> to quiet the crowd, and they, you know, it, it dies out. It went from a murmur to just silence, and he begins to speak. My fellow Fendari, Nermathian, all are welcome guests. Thank you for bringing such 
joy to our streets and making this market festival such a wild success. The merchants will be closing shops soon, but the festivities need not end on their account. In two hours, our own vain Oreld will be putting on a most magnificent firework display that I, I hope you all will attend. He's been working day and night on this, and though he won't admit it, I must say that it is some of his finest work. In the meantime, Bryna and I will be holding a service in the Riverwood Shrine to give our thanks to the gods for a successful festival. And for the less pious amongst you, the Taproot Inn will be offering a happy hour special from now until the fireworks show. Try not, try not to party too hard. We have a second day of festivities tomorrow that you, you won't want to miss. Wherever you choose to celebrate, I trust that Erastal will look fondly on us. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Thank you. He stopped speaking. You could have waited for me to say two words. <laughs> Itchy to roll dice, man. So the cloud, they applaud Father Nolan as the trio take a bow and move off stage. Now we come to the four of you. What would you like to do? The the events are winding down, the shops are, are closing up. Father Nolan said that there's going to be a uh, service in the temples, but also that the Taproot Inn is having, you know, a good deal on drinks. For the you know for you guys to party if you want to, um, or you know perhaps there's some somewhere else you'd like to go, uh, in the town visit one of the the mainstay shops rather than the uh, uh, the merchant stands for the festival. But uh, what what would what would you guys like to do? Uh, I'm gonna go. Draco decided. Hey, I'm gonna just kind of do a little quick little peep at a little little local jewelry shop. And then I'm gonna go turn up at the party, see what's going on. But I'm gonna at the bar. At yeah, the, yeah, I'm gonna go bar. turn up for a little bit. But I'm gonna go in like not to like get faded, but I'm gonna go in just kind of to see what's going on, just you know, see the vibe. I know I that think... Kin is gonna want to look for Kaisel. Yeah, um, yeah, because that's that one of the only other people after she's moved back that uh -huh. she's like willing to talk to at this point. And I think Kaisel is actually gonna follow the lead of the other half elves because the other half elves are definitely going to the bar. Um, and he's kind of in a good mood. He's never seen the town this buzzed before. So I think he would he would probably want to go to the bar. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so she'll probably follow. Right, 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 right. And literally everything about Ruff's character is like, don't go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> We're already splitting the party. Metagaming a little bit and just saying that he's going to stop by, by the bar first. Before. Cool. Uh, his plan is to like stop Let by there first. Let me just go judge people real quick. Again, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what exactly. Judge people, write down his book, and then go to, this, uh, to the service perfect okay uh so Can, and draco and draco i guess is the first person to pull up because he's by himself for sure yeah for sure well he's like i think that's the thing like he doesn't know like that it's bad like he doesn't have that concept of like is partying necessarily evil because he's like again amish he's like the first time out of the temple <laughs> so he's just, like writing what he sees mm -hmm. okay interesting <laughs> they're taking shots <laughs> i must learn this past <laughs> Are they getting hurt? <laughs> <laughs> it's poison they're drinking. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, but it's fun, dude. I like that you're. Bro, I forgot they were recording something. Damn, I'm like getting so into it that I'm forgetting that I have a mic in front of me. That's the whole point. That's Damn, that's crazy. I literally was like, we're just hanging out, doing this thing. <laughs> that's the point, though. Okay. We're so you guys head out to the tap room. 
and you see behind the bar is this uh, this woman with with black hair. You could tell she's she's not local. She has kind of like a Shawanti features to her. Um, and those of you who are from the town recognize her as Jet. She's who recently moved into town probably, you know, a few months ago. But I'd say around the same time Kaisel got there and purchased the taproot in. Um, you own it? I don't. She's no, saying Jet, Jet, the, Jet. The owner moved in around the same time as him. So, like, she's she's pretty recent to the town, but gotcha. you, you, you probably would have seen her around there. No, she got there. And, and so she's serving drinks there, and um, you notice that well. Father Nolan and Reina did not go this way that uh, Auburn absolutely did. <laughs> and she, like, by the time you get there... This is my holy land, the bar. You trinkle in. Actually, in in Galarian, Kate and Kaylin's temples are actually just the whatever global bar is. Um, legit, legit. Yeah. And so... You see her there, and, and by the time you all finish, you know, your activities, look at the jewelry, um, meet up, and you get there, and, and Auburn is several drinks in. <laughs> and you see her kind of in the corner, uh, recounting these body tales of adventure from her youth. They're like, she is not one to stay away from, you know, being a degenerate. I love her. Can I add that um, for Kin, this is very homey because she remembers before having moved to the academy, seeing Auburn, like going off about like right. home stories. You know all this yeah. from like your childhood. Mm-hmm. So yes. she's like, she sees her, like she, for her, it's like wow, I'm like back. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing mm-hmm. Auburn yeah. talk some bullshit in the corner, yeah. super drunk, you right. know. So she's living her life right now. Kaisel's like, wow, definitely nice. one of those guys that's like in the back. He's not like, he's not like mean mugging anyone but he's just kind of like not fully comfortable yet but he's like this is really cool this is <laughs> this is like the warmest he's felt in like a long time uh, draco is a, like draco at first like he's a little timid in these big bar settings but he's about two or three drinks in so he's kind of like chopping it up with her like you see his personalities are coming out his frills are kind of coming up a little bit he's like oh my god no way no he, i'm sorry he's not like that he's like <clears throat> he's kind of like no way what like he's kind of like he's kind of like being a little bit like oh and then you so i'm chopping it up with her and then and and, and you know you know her she knows you you've lived in this town your right life. right so she's seen me since i was a little a little reptile a little, little rep, reptile baby yeah, and she's like she's, she's like you know so her and i are kind of like oh i remember when you were like you know xyz and then i'll be like when you got your ass whooped here and i was like oh my gosh no way so i'm already like a little tipsy so i'm like Ey! i'm like because so i was probably watching that conversation he's like wow this Lizard's more entertaining than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> in, in all honesty, uh, I mean, Kaisel, uh, Draco's a rogue. You know, if he got into any trouble in, in his childhood or, or in the past, Auburn's probably the one who, like, you I'll know, had to sit him down and be like, hey, man. Mm. Oh, Kim got into so much trouble, so she probably knows Auburn yeah. that well, uh, too. <laughs> and what's Ruach doing? He's, like, absolutely, like, n- doesn't know that he's not supposed to like, be not be partying. He's, like, just, like, at the table, like, writing down all the bullshit that Auburn is saying kind of thing because like, he's also he understands that folk knowledge is part of knowledge so he's like writing down all the stories that she's saying Aubrey's story aren't just like the typical yeah. like town guard stories she was a member of the Turner Sergeant Rangers so they're like the big deal they are the protectors yeah. of no he's super into that. he's super so, into like the, the mm-hmm. idea of like hero tales he's kind of like a fan of heroes yeah. mm-hmm. so, so, so these stories aren't like oh yeah so we followed some bands these stories are are well in fact you, you can hear you know outside there's the celebration continuing there's these raucous shoutings 
carrying through the night air and you know you're warmed by the firelight after a long day and, and it's just a very good time it's there's a lot of levity in this in this town and Auburn in the corner is just like so there I am thinking when will I ever be able to talk to a bear again so before the grizzly can stand back up I turn to it and I say I say all I, all I need is the honey you can keep the bees. Hey. And the room kind of like erupts in the laughter as she's finishing her story. And she takes another drink and she's like, oh, but, but it's fine now. And I'm like, of course, of course. <laughs> All's good. You know, she actually named a cub after me. Ah, oh, Someday I'm going to have to check on little. Oh, oh, God. Oh, there's too many bees. <laughs> so, can, 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 can I can I get she's a, she's yeah. like a fun So, so Draco, in this whole thing, realized that uh, Ruach is not like with the with the group so he is like hey man like this guy's kind of like off to himself and draco's kind of lit so he's kind of like oh no i'm, I'm there he's the one that's off to himself no, no oh wait no oh, i'm sorry not you're wrong. i'm sorry yeah he's there taking notes guys. no no i'm sorry <laughs> i'm the one no, no. that's that's no, no, i'm sorry so 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 i meant to say that i'm gonna i, I noticed it so wait, you're wrong he is no i'm Kaiso. So, so for the listeners who can't <laughs> see what's happening Jonin is sitting here pointing between Moose and Draco. So, so he sees that you're. So Draco sees that Ruach is taking notes and he thinks that is insane. He's like, what is going on around? Because that's something I feel like me as a person would do. So I'm a little lit. So I, I go past, I go past, like push through the crowd and um, I pass right by Ruach, but I kind of like bump into him by accident and I'm like, oh, hey man, my bad. What do you do? Does not affect no, no, the writing. No, no, I'm sorry, not you. I'm sorry. I bump into Kaisel. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I bump into Kaisel on my way to Ruach. Okay. So, so, so Draco is thinking, what is this man Ruach doing? I need to see what's up. So he. You talking about Kaisel? No, no, no. Ruach, Ruach. is the one. Sitting yes, 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 yes. I'm yes, the one that's yes, out of place. So, so, so in that, uh, you know, Draco's kind of like stumbling through, stumbling through, and uh, but on his way to Ruach, Draco bumps into. Um, Bumps into Kaisel. But keep in mind, I'm in the back. You're in the back. Yeah, I'm in the back towards the wall. So you're not by him. I'm not by him. Just you, kidding. You guys are all in the front. Oh, you guys you, are oh, all, you're in you, the middle. You're at the center of the party, mm-hmm. and he is right next to you guys. Right okay, now. okay. So so I I decide to pull up to Kaisel, and I'm like so to Ruach. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. I decide to pull up to Ruach, and then I'm just like, Hey man, what are you doing? Like, and you're kind of like, What is your reaction to this? And I'm, I'm, I'm drinking hand, so I'm like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing? So uh, you, you see a lizard in front of you. Mm. Frills <laughs> out, drinking hand. Yeah, my frills oh, are fully I, out. I'm lit. His frills out, and he's got a drink, just like mm. a ring of drinks around him. Like, I will say, Ken's going to pick up on the interaction. She's just going to like turn, mm-hmm. watch, make sure, you know. Are you afar too, or are you close by? I'm, I'm in the crowd. I'm in the, in the I'm with Auburn and everything, so mm-hmm. I, I hear the interaction. I'm just going to be like... I'm in the back. I've got, I have a high perception. I'm in the back. Are you, are you watching me? Are um, you looking at me? I'm looking at everyone. This is the most entertaining thing he's seen in the while. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, I think I, I'm like very pleasant. Like, oh, hello, Draco. Um, I, I don't think like at this point Rock is really judging people for like getting drunk mm. and stuff like that. He doesn't do it himself. But straight edge, it, straight it, edge. discipline above the influence. <laughs> above the egg. Uh, audience, to- dare to be better. Yeah, it, it, dare. There. That's our first merge. It says rock, but as a dare. <laughs> so so yeah, I'm definitely like like I'm just like I guess you could say I'm like because I'm drunk. 
I'm overly charismatic. So Draco is going to uh, to Ruach, and he's just I got fucking damn it. Wait, Ruach, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. sorry. You got so it Draco right. is going. Sorry, these sirens are hitting, bro. I'm sorry. So he, so Draco goes up to Ruach. I'm actually, this is my real life right now. So Draco is like, like just super enthusiastic. He's just like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? What brings you here? That's super interesting. He's like overly interested because he's drunk. So are you off put or what, like? No, I'm, I'm, I'm a little cold maybe, but like just like pleasant, like oh hey, hey Draco, <laughs> you know, it's like just not actively annoyed by okay. you, but it still seems like. I'm just more focused on the writing because, like, mm-hmm. when this is rocking his element, like writing down folk tour, mm-hmm. folk stories, hero. So, like, if he seems like he's like not even looking at you, mm-hmm. like eye contact, he's just, like still writing down. Okay. So he can somehow still maintain conversation while also. Okay, so I'm just like chap- yapping her out. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, I can right now is just listening, watching this interaction <laughs> happen because she sees like this whole ruckus, <laughs> of, like this giant, giant as a lizard. Dude. Like you, yeah. what's up? Kaiso um, so can- is. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. yeah, just Ken's just watching that, and she's just kind of by Auburn, um, and just like she's having a good time. She has a beer, you know. So ale. Kaisel's gonna go mm-hmm. join Ken, and he's gonna get a beer of his own because he's he's really enjoying this. Whole okay, okay, he's like, this is a good. Time. I'm just gonna fuck it. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> so he's gonna go and get an ale from the from the ball. So Ken next to next to Ken. Yeah, Ken will will turn to Kaisel. So how are you um how are you enjoying this? Uh, this is the the market festival. Um, I'm gonna say um. This is, this is fun. This is a good time. I, I, good. I like it here. I like it. Here. Yeah, this is the best part about uh, living in in Feyendar. Uh, this is my favorite thing to do: is visit the town when this is happening. There's so many people here. I can see why. It's a good time. And then he gets a, an ale and he starts slamming the ale, slamming it, <laughs> slamming it. They're just like slamming it. It's four foot five. <laughs> <laughs> You're like sitting on. I like you up onto the stool. <laughs> so, so you, you just what, what kind of ale do you order? Just say like we've got we've got so many we've got so many kinds of ales. We've got you know we, we've got a pumpkin ale in at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, boysenberry. Um, it, that one's more of a mead. It's a boysenberry mm-hmm. flavored mead. I'm like um, you know what? I had a good sales day today. Get me the best ale you <laughs> have. Best. The best. <laughs> okay, so the best we have is. Um, about ten gold. Do you have ten gold? To I cannot afford that. <laughs> get me one. Get me the pumpkin. <laughs> okay. So so, but 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 Draco hears that you can't afford that, and he pulls out a little little little. What is it? Oh, you got money. I got money a little bit. I've been saving it since I was like, like I've been saving because I don't I don't really you know have a lot of friends. So I pull it out, and then I say, "Get me three of your best." Uh, no, I say, "Give me four. Fuck it. Of your best. Uh, uh, of your best ales." And you guys are like. Who is this? Right? <laughs> You're dropping forty gold. Yeah, right now. That's uh, that's all of his money. That's all of my money because that's... he spent the rest on his starting gear. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 I just dropped the thing and we're getting the beers right now. So I'm just kind of like looking at you guys like. Oh, well, I look at you and I'm like, oh, thank you. I uh, wow. Uh, I, 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 this, these, ones, like, these ones are pretty exotic, but actually, uh, Kaisel is a little familiar with these because it is made from passion fruit. It's a passion fruit ale. Ooh. And you know, back in, in out in the Mwangi, you guys are like, these these cost like twenty uh, copper pieces each. Right. You know, I can't believe that when I come all the way to Nermathas, the the upscale cost <laughs> that they charge here. <laughs> so I'm like wow transportation must so, be uh, so j- j- I, I will one, say one's for me. So, so yeah so, so I was gonna tell you so so one so then we're all kind of like we all like cheers, and then I kind of slide one over to um to to your Ruach. to Ruach, and then I'm looking at you like I'm like, so are you gonna are you gonna take a drink with us? 
No. Peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. I'm like, come on. I was like, why don't you, what, what do you, what do you got there? What are you writing? What are you writing? So I kind of like look over to what you're writing. So at this point, we're all in the same. We're in the same, I guess. Yeah. Draco is the rogue who every dare class in third grade. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I've, made, I've become like the. Hey, you want to be yeah. So I'm looking at you and I kind of, and my, my tail kind of bumps into um, Kim. Kim a little bit. And I'm like, oh, sorry about that. I'm is a little. Kim with an M? Kim. Kim, Kim, Kim. Kim, Kim. Kim. So I bump into Ken and I'm like, I'm sorry, no, I didn't. Gonna, I'm knocked over. I, I'm this small. <laughs> so then, so then, I guess. Are I you guess, guys the same size? I don't know. No, I'm five eight. I'm five eight. You're a five eight. I'm not that small. Okay. I'm four five. Oh, four five. Yeah, yeah. I said five four. Earlier. No, no four, she's four five. five. Oh. Four five. I'm six foot. Six foot. I'm tiny as hell. How tall, how tall are you? Five nine. Okay. If he has a muscular tail, then she's gonna knock yeah, you yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So I knocked over and I'm like, I'm so sorry, and I kind of whisk you back up to with my tip. <laughs> and then, so, so so we're all training over to Ru- Rua. If he if he knocks you over, I'm gonna help you back. Up, <laughs> sure. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, are you are you are you cool? I'm like, I'm like sorry about that. No, no, no. I I fully recognize no, no, that you're drunk. Like, having a good time. Yeah. Like, no, no, no worries, no worries. Like, okay. Because she's probably having a good time. She's too. having she's a great time. Okay, she's okay. probably laughing as she drops. You know. Okay, so so we're all now we all turn over to Rock and we're like, so. I literally cannot, or else I cannot do magic anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's get him a water. Let's, let's, just, get let's, let's cheers can to get, can Draco and his generosity. Uh, alcohol-free uh, cider, please. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, we've, we've got some, some alcohol-free. You know, uh, uh, what's that brand of famous non-alcoholic? We just got a great shipment from Odul's. You know, you know, uh, uh. Uh, Papio Duel down down on the the corner street. Oh, Duel's he not makes, canon. He makes the best. <laughs> you know, for for a goblin, he makes the best non-alcoholic drinks. <laughs> Jack, give him what you used to give me when I, I was promise, in school. I promise. I wasn't here then. I've been here for like two months. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm a drunk. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm lit. Well, here's to Draco and his generosity. Dra- hey. And I lift my mug. And we all clink. To Draco. <laughs> and as you you clink your drinks and you're talking, getting to know each other, you see someone kind of shoves Auburn into the center of the room, and she says, Alright, alright, don't shove. Okay, so Caden strike me down if this isn't true. So then she's cut off. The front door just explodes into splinters. And you hear a cry of agony pierce the chaos. Ah! So that's my little screen. That, that was really good. Great. The goal was to make it not peak the audio, so I'm pleased <laughs> in that. And I think scream should be <laughs> so you see Auburn collapse to the floor, gasping and clutching as Who? Blood, Auburn? Auburn blood starts gushing. Was that the girl we just saw? The... From a wound in her chest, and the you see man? a ballista bolt piercing the wall behind oh. her, covered in blood. She's got a hole in like the center of her chest. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Ken's gonna Auburn scream. The, the super, the super high level. No, Auburn is the ranger we just saw with the, with the wooden leg. Yeah, yeah the, the high-level ranger. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. She just got shot. Fuck. And it pierced right through her. She's on the floor in pain. And through the just destroyed doors, you see two hobgoblins in military uniforms stand by the door, blades drawn. What the and then behind them, you can see, lit by the glow of burning homes. How did that happen? Dozens, maybe hundreds of hobgoblins are marching the streets. And like through this little opening, you see just Feindar is burning and the shouts that you heard of, of celebration have been replaced by these panicked screams as everyone is just running. The room bursts into chaos. The people, you know, who were previously drinking and having fun mm-hmm. 
flee. And they're trying. some try to get through the front door and get cut down by the hoggons. Some try to go through the back. And... Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do we have our weapons on us? Yeah, you, you have you okay. have all your equipment I'll on you. Okay, okay. And, <laughs> and you can even see, like, in the distance, you're like, what is, what is that? And there's this massive, like, tower of black stone, kind of just... You see it just in the distance on the outskirts of town. Like, that wasn't there before. And I need everyone to roll for initiative. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yo, guys, I'm happy that we met. I feel like we met organically. That was nice. That was pretty nice. That was pretty good, yeah. I feel like some stories like are kind of... My brother has a... What is it? A Starfinder? What is it? Yeah, Starfinder. And I feel like his story was awkward as fuck, so it's nice that, like... <laughs> yeah, shout out to Arnaldo. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like, you know... Shout out to Caden. Oh, I have a perfect so I 20. I will say that okay. as soon as... 20? As yeah. soon as 19. Auburn... Um, got shot like Ken just screams because this person that's like she's no oh yeah 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 Yeah. you got like history so you're just gonna scream yeah no she's just like in horror it's like natural 16 it's plus perception plus perception perception is the initiative perception is the initiative let me pull it up yeah so it will be your perception none of you were stealthing so I got a 25 initiative 25 initiative okay what did Ken get so it's plus one, I'm sorry. So what did you roll? I rolled a seven plus... Plus your perception. Um, sorry, I'm trying to find it. So I've... Uh, yeah, okay. Plus perception. Uh, and you can choose on like the right side next to armor class. Below hit points. Below hit points. Okay, below okay, hit points. Okay, so okay. plus four, so... Thirteen? Shout out to Path Builder, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Path Builder. Yeah, they don't, they don't sponsor us, but... <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, so I roll... Uh, Plus 26, so 26. 26, and what did Rook get? Rook. Rook, what did Uh, 23. 23. Okay, uh, and then... Sorry, before you continue, how do I spell that so that I know exactly? Oh, it's literally, are you okay? Are you, are you okay? Are you okay, okay, perfect. Okay, so I spelled it right. I'm okay. Ah, it's funny. Just, like, when I pronounce things, I'm very visual with certain words, so... Me too. I thought it was, are you A-K-H? Rock. okay. What is, um... Kaisel's perception. Kaisel's perception is plus six. Plus six. So you got a 25 total because you rolled a 19. Okay. So you see this go down. Everything is just like absolute mayhem. And Draco, with the 26, got the highest initiative. You get to start drunk ass. No, but, but, got the highest initiative. <laughs> so my drunk ass, so, so I kind of quickly snap out of it. So I, I draw my long spear and I'm like, and I kind of look at you guys. I look up. Yeah, are, the hobgoblins are now. I'm sorry. The hobgoblins are now. They're blocking our exit. We can see their per, their their uh, yeah where they are literally on the map. Think of it this way: the two hobgoblins are standing in the doorway of the bar. One's um, in the center of the room. Auburn bleeding out. Uh, Someone's got a helper. Some people ran into the back. Some people tried to make it through the front entrance and got cut down. So so I draw my spear. Cause we're gonna, we're, I'm sorry guys, we're gonna fuck up these hobgoblins. We got to. We, that got just to. killed our homegirl, bro. Mm-hmm. I guess I want to be where the table is, so I have cover by the table, by her body, by this woman's body. Mm-hmm. Would the table give us cover? Is it partial cover? No, the tables will not give you cover. Oh. Um, because they're low, I guess. But you could use the action to take cover. Okay, so so how about I, I draw a spear, do a, do, a, do, you know, do a leap over that, and then I, I kick the table for cover, so that's three. Okay. Oh, you kick the table. So it's like, it's like this. It. It's not like so that. Yeah. So okay. no, no, I'm yeah, I'm right there. Okay. All right. So that's your turn. It is now the hobgoblins' turn. So the hobgoblins, you know, they kind of move into the room and they're kind of like laughing to each other. They just killed like five people who tried to mm. flee through the front room. They don't give a shit. What are their weapons? 
They are holding, uh, I believe, long swords. Yeah, long swords. Okay. Uh, and they have. Um, and hobgoblins are tall. They're they not like right regular goblins. They're like no, they're like, you know, in the five to six foot range. What? That's that's full human. I thought body. they were like little. No, oh. hobgoblins. Hobgoblins oh. are bigger. Hobgoblins are bigger. Um, these guys are, they're they're you know taller than a typical goblin, armored up, grayish skin with like these pointy ears, completely hairless, and they got these like wide smiles with sharp teeth. And they are using those wide smiles with sharp teeth to kind of grin very menacingly as they move in to the room. One of them moves over, one move action, to stand next to Draco. And he is going to just, with his longsword, take a swing at you. Okay. So let me roll a dice. Ooh, this is, this is not a good one for you. Um, uh -oh. Yeah. So it's a 25 to wow. hit your uh, uh, it's a hit. AC. That, that hits? Yeah, that hits. Alright, so you know, he swings down at you with his longsword and deals... Four points of damage, not too much. Okay. And then he takes a second swing. What the fuck, dude? At a, at a penalty. Though. Minus. Well, we don't know his minuses. Uh, this one might miss. Um, fifteen to hit your AC. Nope, he missed. He missed. Okay. So one hits. You yeah, I'm like, I'm like right Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So he swings down with one with the sword once, hits you, gets a little cocky, just swings again, and you're just kind of like, nope. Um, and then the other one. Just moves as well. They both got higher initiatives than me? <laughs> yes, they did. That's crazy. Okay. And he just stands in front of the doorway. One action. My heart rate's Bow and arrow drawn. My heart rate's going up, man. <laughs> and he is going to take a shot with his with his uh, short bow at, let's see, uh, pretty much all in range. So I'm going to roll a d4. One, Kiron. Or, I'm sorry, one, Kaisel. Okay. Two, Ruok. 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 Three. Uh, uh, Draco. Four. Kim. Three. Draco. Oh no. <laughs> Draco got I'm getting so whammy. targeted. He got the double whammy. Right? Oh, but this is... I mean, it makes what, sense. What, well, I had your AC, actually. He's, he's probably going to shoot the guy that's bleeding right now. Okay, so this is a... This, this might actually be a critical failure. Ooh. Ooh. What does that mean? We got a critical failure already? Really, really um, well. He rolled an... He rolled a an eight mm. against your AC. What, what's your AC? Eighteen. So critical failure. Before it used to just be a one to be a critical fail. Now in Pathfinder Two E, if you roll less than ten, nice. It's already. It's a and if it's a critical failure, failure, what does that mean? That I can like do something yeah, bad? No, 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 no. no. That means fail he's gonna fuck up. Oh, like, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He and can we shoot have, his friend. He can do anything. We have these these uh, official Paizo critical hit critical fail cards. Gotcha. And so for the first time in the Miami Dice podcast. <sighs> A critical fumble, and it's against one of the enemies. Drum roll! Drum roll! Drum roll! Drum roll. That's great for audio. <laughs> Let me see. How, how did that? Yeah, I have audio. We'll oh, it was that bad. It didn't. <laughs> ranged. Misjudged the distance. Yes. Until the end of your next turn, all your range increment penalties are doubled. So if he but tries, we're within your range. His range increment is sixty feet. So yeah, unfortunately, because you're in such a uh, close, close space, doesn't even affect. He, yeah, you're you're already in range, and you know he's just gonna take a second shot. Okay. Natural one. Oh <laughs> wow! Critical we got back-to-back back critical fail. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Huh? <laughs> is the name of it? 
You are confused. <laughs> me, as a person. <laughs> so, me. huh? He's taking the confused action. The or confused one? penalty. Penalty? I'm so happy to condition. Condition. know all this. Condition. Is your um, DM screen? I do have a DM screen. I don't have enough space to put it up, but it still has all the conditions in it. Confused. He's flat-footed. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh, doesn't treat anyone as an ally. He can't delay. He can't ready an action. Yes. He has to use all of his actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips. And his targets are chosen randomly. And he has to do a DC, a flat check of DC 11 at the end of his turn, or start of his turn, to break out of it. Guys, I'm gonna fuck up this dude for us. <laughs> nah, man, we're about to defend you. And I know, I'm kind of, I just got It's Kaisel's turn. Okay, so Kaisel literally was just clinking to, like, celebrate Draco being so generous, mm. and now he's been attacked by two hobgoblins back-to-back. Back. One of them, obviously, me, bro. inept. So, he <laughs> is going to move no he's not gonna move actually because i have a longbow so if i shoot less than 30 feet i actually take a penalty so so i'm going to pull the longbow out and i'm going to shoot the hobgoblin that's still at the front door the one who just messed up everything he's flat-footed also he is flat-footed also so he's gonna take some negatives yeah so so that lowers his ac and everything Mm -hmm. you know don't critically fail. I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. 14. Because he is flat footed, that hit. Yes. yes! Okay, okay. So that's gonna be. Two, two damage. Two damage? Okay, well, that's. Yeah. Well, that still hurts. That's two moves. Um, I'm also going to. You have one more action. I'm actually gonna command an animal for my okay. next turn, which is going to allow me to use two actions for Kali. So. I want Kali to actually jump over the bar to get full cover. Okay. Jump over the bar as as one move action. Okay. Is that possible? Do you want me yeah. to do a roll or anything? I'm gonna say that that you don't have to do like a jump or anything. You could you could you could do that. Okay, so Kali is going to jump over the bar. So the bar is L shaped, so he's gonna go right to like the intersection between like the, the vertical side and the horizontal side, I guess. So he's completely covered. He, uh, the two hobgoblins cannot see. Yeah. All right, and it is Ruach's turn. All right. Um, all my spells are two actions. I can only cast one spell. Oh, wait, I can cast two. Um, all right. So against the one that's attacking uh, Draco, I'm gonna cast. Let's see what does the most damage here? Um, Divine Lance, I guess. Okay, and what, what does that involve? What kind of... Uh, unleash a beam of divine energy. Choose an alignment, in this case lawful. You'll cast a spell as you have... Uh, uh, make a ranged spell attack roll against target's AC. On a hit, target takes damage from chosen alignment equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Double on a critical success. Okay, I'm always curious about how alignment damage, damage works. So I'm going to be looking that up while you roll. Uh, <laughs> Y'all better vouch me. Oh, that is a right hot 7. A seven total to hit? Nine total to hit. Okay, that misses regardless. Yeah. Rip. Um, And you have one more action. I'll cast shield on myself. Cast shield, so it gives you... Plus one to AC. Okay, plus one to AC. And that brings us to... (laughs) Kin's turn. Okay. (laughs) So, I'm going to... um, So, Kin's going to run toward um, Auburn. Okay. Um... 
right over here. Um, so that's one action. Um, she's going to cast shield also to protect herself and Auburn. Okay, shield only protects yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Scratch the shield thing. Um, I do want to roll a medicine check to see if she can do, do anything. It's a two action uh, administer first aid. You need it, but yeah, you can stabilize someone. So that means that she would stop dying. <laughs> yeah, she would she stop dying. Conscious. Oh, um, yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, so go ahead and give me a medicine check on that. <laughs> <laughs> Off that pumpkin side. Yeah. I got a nat 20. Let's go! Hey. We saved her ass! So, <laughs> I thought she was dying. Cool. She was, so, she was dying. She was. Dying. Yeah, I know. I was like, I thought she was dead. Like, rest in peace, bro. Uh, no, no, so no, you, no. you see your, like, killing you, you apply pressure to the wound, and, you know, you see the bleeding kind of stop you. You manage to tie, um... Like, she has like a cloak on right now, so she could probably cut, like, break off some of the. Yeah, you, the you rip some fabric, you cover it up, you kind of like put the pressure on there, a bit of a tourniquet to kind of stop the bleeding. Mm. And she, you feel confident that she is no longer dying. Nice. Yes. And it is Draco's turn again. Okay, so Draco is reveling at this moment, but he's kind of like, and he's like, ow, yeah, ow, the shirts. So. He, um, he's, cause remember, he's still drunk through all this. So, he's still kind of like, that's crazy. So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to go ahead and, um, I'm going to go ahead and, so there's a goblin over me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right next, standing right next to you. So, I'm going to go ahead. You could do, because he's adjacent to you, if you, you could do the intimidation. If you I'm going to do the intimidation. Yeah. It's two actions. Yeah. Might not be easy to intimidate, but let's see what happens. One. Uh, Natural one. No, it's a seven, seven. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> seven. So add your add your uh, uh, intimidation modifier to it. Plus five, so that's twelve. Twelve, doesn't it? Does not succeed. He is like he. he you like frill your mm-hmm. frills. I'm like, yeah, and he's just like he laughs in your face. So so with the remaining uh, skill I have left, I'm gonna go ahead and jump behind the bar. Fuck it, I'm gonna try to attack. Okay, okay. Do it. <laughs> go for it. the hit with the long spear. With the long spear. And the long spear can attack from five feet. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go ahead and adri- I'm gonna go for his neck, okay? Ooh. That's eight. That's not gonna hit. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen to hit? Yeah. The hobgoblin next one. Does not hit. Whoa! Oh, no way. way. So fucking miss. Hits right against the armor. I'm like, damn it. So that was three actions. Damn. And now It's his turn. It's his turn. So Motherfuckers. You, know. you guys were like, fight his ass. I was like, fine, I'll he's, he's not even gonna move, because you're right there. He's gonna swing down. That's a hit. Same roll as he hit you with last time. I have a potion, so I'm gonna use that shit after this. And you just took, so, um, six points 15. more damage. Down ten. Six more, so you're up five. Two minus ten. Fuck! Second attack. This one might be a miss. Um... Uh, math, math, math. 18 to hit. That hits your AC exactly. Yeah. How much is that? Oh my god, I'm rolling pretty well. Uh, Eight points of damage. I'm He's down. I'm down. You're down. You're down. I'm down. Oh, shit. Guys, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Draco goes down. <laughs> I'm like, yo, motherfuckers, oh, this is the best fuck. drink ever. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Draco goes down to a hit from this hobgoblin. And you know what? We're going to pick this up next session. Yes! <laughs> Oh my god. Great ending, great ending. Great ending. <laughs> but y'all motherfuckers better not let me die, bro. If I'm down, I can still get up, right? No, no you're unconscious. You're dying.